When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome. Hope everyone is having a great week, the Sustainable Success way. Thank you for being here today. Again, if you're just new to Sustainable Success, we are glad you are here. Here, we always share great wisdom and insight, transparent from from experts and uh, individuals that share their experiences to help elevate your business and personal life to the next level. Before we get into our topic today, our show is being brought to you today by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a social media community platform designed not only to bring together alumni, but also people that perhaps you went a fraternity, a sorority, maybe you worked for a business that is now out of business, and you like to regroup with people that you haven't been in touch with in a while. You don't want the noise from LinkedIn and Facebook, and you want to be able to have meaningful conversations to form maybe potential new business partnerships, or maybe you might find your next job. You might want to check them out at myalumnidirect.com. That's myalumnidirect.com. So today we got a great show. We're going to be talking today about true success, what that means to you. So when we look at true success, does this path have heart? Are you coming from the heart? Purpose. And now you've heard that many times here on the Sustainable Success Show. It is about purpose. And with that being said, we're going to be uh, sharing some uh, valuable insights into this area. And before we uh, introduce our guests, we have two guests today. Well, I'm going to give you a little bit of uh, information about both of them. Uh, Gary Goldman. Gary is a humanitarian and an entrepreneur who is a pioneer in personal, educational, and spiritual development for over 40 years. He was the executive director of the Center for Creative Consciousness, which was featured in Newsweek magazine. He's hosted the global radio show, A Voice for America's Youth, and is in the planning stages for a future Kids America TV show. He's the executive producer and host of uh, God Chronicles online show and being one on Zoom, whose mission is to challenge each individual to align with their true empowerment self, thus creating a renewed sense of purpose and service to others, making a difference in the world. Now, I could keep going on and on about Gary. He's got a long bio, but he's appeared on the Learning Channel, WGN, ABC, NBC, CBS, and CNN News. And he has spoke and presented at major conferences uh, around the country, as well as guest lectured at at major universities nationwide. Our next guest is Greg Truxell. If I say, Greg, if I said that right, hopefully it's good. Greg has led a full life of cultivating vitality for over 25 years with schools, churches, nonprofits, community set leaders of all ages across America and Europe. Greg has has over 10 years experience in for-profit business, his own small business, and as a senior management. As a specialist in business and organizational development, leveraging his mastery in behavioral psychology and human collaboration, Greg has facilitated massive growth for organizations and coordinated the growth and restructuring of both startups and entrenched multi-million dollar companies across multiple industries with an emphasis in technology and human services. Greg has launched and sold three small businesses of his own and is the founder of the ministry of HarmonyBible.com, which you'll find out more information later, which guides seekers 
and disciples in their personal growth and life of servicing while delving into a 3.5-year study in the harmony of the Gospels. Again, I could keep going on. Greg is also a devoted family man, uh, originally from California, and now resides in Orlando. And without further ado, we welcome both Gary and Greg to the show. Gary and Greg, how are you doing today? Fine. Terrific. All right. Well, that was a, a long introduction. We had two, we had two of you today, so, uh, which is great. So, I mean, I really love this topic. You know, success means different things to different people. And whatever that truth is, is, you know, each of, each of our truths, how we look at success. Yet, a lot of times people approach success maybe from the, you know, maybe not from the right lens. We're not coming, we're using our head, which is fine, but we're not coming from our heart. Can, can you start off in telling us a little bit of why does this path have to have heart to experience true success? Gary or Greg, if you'd like to start. Well, I'll, I'll start. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Chris. And thank you, Greg, for being here, too. You know, there's an old saying that the, the, the heart is the, the seat of true intelligence. And if you look at a little baby, you can see it right away. There's that true intelligence of the heart. Of, and you don't need much communication. Uh, so children are, for me, closest to the spirit who we're, we, we, where we should be going. Uh, Jesus, and I quote, I quote many teachers, but I'll quote Jesus right now, said, "Become, enter the kingdom, become like a child and enter the kingdom. What that means is, is we stay open. We stay uh, uh, connected to our true essence, that, that purpose, as you both talk about, that, that purpose of spirit. Some people call it God. Some people call it love. Some people call it peace. doesn't matter what you call it. But Jesus said, love one another. Love God. So if we're all, whether you're religious or not, or spiritual or atheist, doesn't matter. The most important thing is if we're helping and loving one another and serving one another and having a greater purpose than just living, you know, for ourselves. That's kind of a short piece of it. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, Greg, that'd be great. To, and I, I do want to expand what you said there, Gary, but I'd like to hear Greg uh, expand on that. And we'll go we'll talk about that servant role there. Right. I mean, really, purpose draws back down to our core values and mm. what it is that we, what it is that we cherish, what it is we want to be remembered for, uh, what it is we want to cultivate. Uh, to to use that word from my my profile, yeah, and uh, and and that's important, right? It it is a path of no regret, and so uh, y- if you want no regret, you have to find the path of the heart. Wow. Yeah. I. I love two things that stood out from what both of you talked about. You talked about, uh, you know, Gary mentioned on the front and back end about, ser- you know, serving. And, and then, Greg, you said about core values. I like to like, talk about those two areas because when you talk about heart, you know, we have to, you have to have that servant leadership that you got to serve from the heart. Would it be safe to say that if we're going to serve, we'll go to Gary's point and then we're going to go to, to Greg because the core values is, are such resonates with me. But Gary, when you talk about serve, do we have to serve ourselves in a way that we can be the example to give to others? Meaning that we have to fill our cup if we can really truly be a value to someone else. We can't give what we don't have. All right. Well, take it. Well said, Chris. Take care of yourself so you can take care of others. Yeah. So we need to have both of that balance in life. You know, so if we don't, we're going to be not very valuable for ourselves. So the greatest 
one in the, the greatest one is the greatest servant. And his service is also to ourselves as well as to others. Giving and receiving are part of the same cycle. A lot of my friends I talk to, mothers and parents and other people, they're always giving, 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 you know. I say, are you receiving? So receiving, I always say, Lord, I'm, I'm receiving today and I'm giving both. So it's a balancing point, Chris, uh, as, as you uh, were asking. So mm-hmm. service to me is one of the highest forms of awareness and consciousness on the planet. And if we're here, if we're here to serve one another and serve ourselves, what else? Could, what else? If we're created in the image of our Creator, which we are, in my experience, then then He He served us by creating us, and now our job is to help serve others too. To be the example, what He was for us, and continue that on. I I, I agree. Uh, you know, that's a true servant. Greg, if you could elaborate, if you want to elaborate what Gary said, but I do want to talk about those core values because core values I know are important to me. I'm, I'm, my core values are transparency, which obviously we, we reflect here all the time every week here on sustainable success. I've told my story a gazillion times. Integrity, doing the right thing when no one's looking, and honesty. Not everyone's going to have the same values, but but we, we can find a way to have some shared values. There's got to be something we can relate on. Can you expand on that as well when we talk about, you know, do we, do we come from the heart when it comes to true success? Can you elaborate a little bit more on the core values? Yeah. So uh, some years ago, I, I did a lot of teaching around what I called emotivational needs. Um, those emotivational needs are really about the value. That, that is what is it that's driving our 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 action or bait or rooting our sense of identity and like you just talked about those values and i think that some things you know we'll find that uh, we react stronger to some words and actions of others uh, in a, in both in negative and positive right so somebody creates an affront against us and sometimes we'll find to ourselves that is massively um, painful, right? Whereas to your, to your person next to you, it's not, right? Why? Because the motivational need, the motivational value at the core of that person is different than yours. And so you react to it differently because you're, you are, it, it is an affront to what you treasure, now, I think same way, those emotivational needs also become the things both that drive us in terms of um, kind of a golden zone, our, our, our area of real thriving. On the other side, there is, as we move away from it, as we forget those core values, we can get into a, a conflict area. Um, and throughout history, we see, it di- we see it written different ways. We can call them cardinal sins. We can call them intractable conflict. We can call them violence. And um, th- that is, is when we're moving away from those things. And when we start feeling those negative emotions, it's really a key to say, what is that, what is that emotion? And it's tied back to something. Why is it bothering me so? Right? Whether it's whether it's a, a policy at work that is, is a, an affront to one of your values or whether it's um, an action that government takes. We have seen a lot of that in the last 
so well, Greg, Greg, uh, your, your sound went off just so you know. Uh, you know, uh, talking about values, uh, going to these times, Chris, and as, as Greg was talking about, I, I wrote something here as, as, as a reminder, having a path of the heart in these challenging times is critical to embracing ongoing change and reinventing ourselves in connection with, our, with God or our spirit. So these times, a lot of people have a choice, Chris. They have a choice whether the issue is never the issue. There's always going to be an issue on this planet, as you know. The issue is how we respond to the issue, okay? So some people are responding with fear and indignation and blame, blaming others, blaming God, blaming the virus. Or they're going, you know, I'm going to respond with a, with a sense of integrity within myself, a sense of purpose, a sense of knowing that there's a greater purpose here than maybe I see. And when one begins to have that sense of purpose within themselves and remember that, that true center, then it changes everything because then you find that greater sense of peace, that greater sense of true happiness, and that also you begin to see the good, the blessings in the world, not all the bad things. Does it make sense, Chris? It makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. We see that, you know, that bigger picture again, it's not just, you know, it's not just about us. It's about the people. I mean, we're energy. I mean, it, we impact so many other people, just not only the people we think we want to impact, but we impact others we may not even know that are around us. So I, I agree. I agree with that. Well, yeah, well, it's key. So shows like yours on success and, and real success and a great spirit bring a new hope and we need to bring new hope. So like I had re reinvented myself when the virus happened. I said, what can I do online to bring greater peace and, and, and true success to myself as well as others, because it's about a two way street. So as I've done over a hundred shows on God Chronicles, what it's done for me and others is to say, you know what, there is a higher, reminding myself, there's a higher purpose here. Mm. There is a greater good that, that the, to me, I, when I say God's in charge, people say, what are you talking about? I said, well, you know what? We didn't create, we, we were created in God's image, whether you're spiritual or not. So in, in my belief system, I'm spiritual more than religious. If we, if we have a purpose in working with our creator, we can become co-creators in sharing that peace, sharing that true value as Greg talked about and you talked about, sharing that greater purpose. And that way, we can begin to realize this. We can always respond with that, with that trueness of who we are rather than fear. Mm, so true. Greg, please, I, you know, you, to Gary's point and also where you had left off, I really would like to expand because you either where you had left off or also to what Gary was just discussing. Yeah. So, you know, Chris, you mentioned your values and uh, those things that you know, with transparency and integrity, right, and honesty, and you know, mine, I, I would put high on auto on autonomy and interdependency. Oh, um, well, this this ties into uh, Greg. When you're ready, let's let's know you're here. The ties. Yeah, we'll we'll figure on the break. But I, you know, Gre you know, Greg made a, an interesting point about you know uh, you know interdependency and and interdependency again, is, you know, when we, when we can really understand our role and our duties and be accountable, responsible, whatever that role or duty is, and with, with that could be a, if you're a parent, a spouse, 
a member in your community, a member in your church. It could be a member in, you know, it could be your, your business, people you work with, people you work for, people work for you, whatever that role is. And we can be the example for others through our actions and behavior and communication to be, to do the same, that we're not, t- we're not telling people how, when, or why to do it, but we're sharing through our example. We're, we're resourceful. So until, until Greg comes back on Gary, if you want to expand on that one, I'd like to touch a little bit more on that interdependent, building more interdependency in, when it comes to success, whether if it's in a, in a business, a community, a family, or all of the above. School. Yeah, well, you know, uh, interdependency is key, Greg, is, you know, no man is an island, right, or woman. <laughs> uh, there's independence and there's interdependence. I always take the spiritual point of view when I talk about life in, in that we're, we're one with humanity. We have a connection with all humanity. We have a connection with our creator. A lot of times we separate ourselves by our judgments, by our fears, by our personality, and when we begin to realize that we're all connected, okay, with each other and with our creator, then it changes everything. Because then we realize one peace begins with with you. You don't have to you don't have to save the whole world. Start with yourself. But then helping one another, being available to one another, is so key. Especially in these times of the pandemic, you know. I, I don't even like that terminology sometimes, but this, this time has given us an opportunity, Chris and Greg, to do what? Wake up. Wake up to what? Wake up that we are interdependent with each other, that we can help each other, serve each other in many little ways. I've reached out to so many people these past year that I haven't talked to in a long time. This show, these shows like yours and I and, and Greg, it helps us reach out to people. So interdependent is key to good health, good success, but also, again, and we talked about earlier, taking care of yourself also. Independent yeah. and interdependent go together, Chris. No, it's so, it's so true. I, I love that. And Greg, I know you're back here. Uh, we got about a, a minute to our first break. Do you want to like fit, you know, expand on that interdependency from your perspective for about a minute? And we'll, we could always, always uh, follow up right after our break here on that as well. No, I think, uh, I think you've really you've really hit it. Uh, interdependence allows us all to uh, bring our best to the game and uh, allows our assets. You know, there's a uh, old thing about asset-based community development, if you're familiar with that mm-hmm. in the nonprofit world. And that side allows each one of us to bring our best to the game and allows us to appreciate others. And, uh, and where, we're, where we're weak, um, somebody else is strong, right? So... There you go. You're leveraging again, like you said. It's a, it's a, it's a balancing act or a harmony, whatever, whatever you want to call it. So this is great. Well, again, we are uh, talking about true success. Does this path have a heart? We got to go to break, but we'll be right back again with Gary and Greg. We got more to come because this is a topic that can again. This is how what you how you perceive it to be. So we're going to be sharing some great wisdom and insight, and allows you to draw your own conclusion what that means to you. We'll be right back after the break.
what is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now... Back to sustainable success. Well, welcome back. Hope uh, everyone is still here. We got some great content that we're sharing here again about true success. Does this path have a heart? Again, for those that are just joining us, again, you can listen to this show in its entirety later today here at the Voice America Influencers channel or also at, at Apple Podcast, uh, uh, also Spotify, Google Play, wherever you can. Find podcasts. We are there. So again, feel free to check this show out later. It'll be on demand. But we are live. So you are joining us live here. So Greg, I wanted to ask you, you know, when it comes to true success, it's never going to be this, you know, perfect road that we're going to ride to success. There's going to be challenges, obstacles, setbacks, perhaps these so-called perceived failures why are these necessary to really experience true success when it comes from the heart? Well, I think in part, those obstacles help. You know, there's that old passage in scripture, iron sharpens iron, right? But I think obstacles uh, sharpen the, our eyesight. They sharpen, they, they uh, hone in our, our heart's desire. When we see an obstacle, when we face something, it doesn't matter whether you started a business and uh, one of your partners bows out or is not so uh, helpful as you were hoping, uh, or whether it's, um, well, since it's appropriate, let's talk COVID, right? And, uh, and the government shuts down your business, and now you've got to figure out how do you move forward. Your passion is this. You, you're, it doesn't matter whether you're in food industry or, or something else. So now you have to figure out what is the path ahead. And can I stay with what is true to who I am and, and still in the midst of that, find my future path? And I think, you know, that we know that leadership is, is visionary and leadership is about protecting and providing. And so in the midst of that, we're identifying in those challenges, we're identifying as far as forward as we can see, whatever capacity we have for that, 
how can we best protect and provide for those in our care? And that's both our employees, the customer base, and our own families. That's great. That's great. Visionary. I, I definitely, you know, visionary is so important. We can see the, the picture, but yet we're able to bring everything back into the moment. And again, those values that we're, you know, we, we want to make sure that we're still operating from our values, not just someone else's, because we think, you know, that that's, those are the values that we should conform to. It's, it's to our values and how that we can align with others that we have that, uh, those shared values. In essence. Exactly. So that's great. Gary, how about you? How do you, to, to Greg's point about challenges, how would you look at it? I mean, I'm sure they're very similar, but, but you know, or same, but, but in, from your perspective uh, on that. Well, you know, challenges sometimes just get out of bed in the morning if you don't feel like it, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'll take, I'll take these times because they're real in people's minds. <clears throat> these times of the virus and climate change and different things going on, you know, we grow from challenges. You know, some of our best growing is from having these being challenged. If we're not challenged to grow and be better people, then what are we doing here? So to me, challenges is an opportunity. I like the word opportunity uh, to everything. I have everything is an opportunity to lift and grow. So if we can remind ourselves that all things are for us, not against us, mm. that there's a friendly universe, even though it doesn't always look like that in the news. <laughs> Uh, but your show does suggest that. Uh, let me read something along with that that came from my book. It's called Empowering Students to Transform Schools, which is one of my passions. And Greg is also is talks about success. But let me just read something. And I think it'll touch. Yeah, please do. It's called The Organizations by Peter Senge. You know who that is. The organization that will truly excel in the future will be the organizations that discover how to tap people's commitment and capacity to learn at all levels in the organization. Learning organizations are possible because deep down, we are all learners. See, that goes with challenges. And organizations' commitment to and capacity for learning can be no more greater than its members. And finally, at the heart, my favorite word, one of them. At the heart of a learning organization is a shift of mind from seeing ourselves as separate from the world to connected to the world. If the learning organization is a place where people are continually discovering how they create their reality, real learning gets to the heart of what it means to be human. Through learning, we recreate ourselves. So that kind of says it for me in terms of challenges. Through learning, through our challenges, through our discoveries, we recreate ourselves, and that's what we're doing right now. Hopefully, we're using these times to reawaken and reinvent ourselves, Chris and and Greg. I, I think that's a great point. I'd like to hear Greg's point when you talk about learn. We, we you know we learn from mistakes. We learn from challenges. We grow from challenges and mistakes. And and again, if we are not learning, we're we're stagnated. We're 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 stagnant, not stagnant, but stagnant. So, Greg, to that point, getting on challenges about what Gary shared about learning, is it's, you know, when we look at, like, let's look at it from the sense of, you know, children, you know, what they're learning. Are we encouraging children to, to embrace challenge or resist challenge? I mean, what's the reality of that right now? Uh, sadly, I think that a, a large part of society is, is about 
um, culpating other people, uh, making blame the blame, right? Mm-hmm. We, uh, rather than owning the opportunity to make something better. Um, so are we teaching children? Uh, sadly, I think that we're not doing that great. I don't think we're doing a great job at that. I, we really need to work more on um, providing um, guidance to the student to find a path forward versus um, there's a lot of woe is me. Um, there's a lot of uh, reparation talk in society. In, in other words, they've done me wrong and I, I am now deserving of something versus uh, the old language of pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, right? Or uh, soldiers stand together and no one is left behind. And so, um, uh, you know, boot by your own bootstraps alone, well, that goes against my interdependence value. So there is some part of that, but what I can pull up and what I can't, I need to reach out to somebody else who can and, and help me. But that's not handouts. That is, that is really about teaching kids success is about teaching them about their strengths. And, and in the midst of strengths, we help them see all the possibilities of paths in the future. Early on, when my kids were growing up, I said, hey, you've got this knack in you. You would be great at X, Y, and Z. And you're good at this. And you would be terrific at these things. Not that you're exclusionary of other things, but just encouraging them to see a multitude of paths ahead of them that they could go follow. I, I really like that, what you said. I mean, again, getting back to the interdependency. And you're right, there isn't enough of, 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 of that in the schools and even in our, in our homes as well. And would it be safe, and I'd like to hear from both of you on this, that when it comes to embracing challenges and, 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 and coming from a place of interdependency, when we look at success, would you say that it's safe to say that it, that has to start in the homes, then comes out into the communities and business and so on and so forth? So, Gary, if you want to expand on that, and then we want to come back to Greg. And, and, yeah, and yeah, good question, Chris. That. You know what? Our, our parents, sometimes a lot of families only have one, one parent, okay? Mm-hmm. And they're all struggling to survive. And and now with the pandemic happening, a lot of times every things have gone up in the air and a whole different paradigm. There's an old saying, when the paradigm shifts, we all go back to zero. Okay, and that's happening. And I always tell people more and more in my show, God Chronicles, listen, security, you're beginning to realize it's not outside of you. You're seeing it. Where's security? It's inside of you. It's that place where you're connected with your being, your true purpose. Let me read, since we talked about kids for a minute in my book, this is a paragraph by Jane Goodall. You know what she is. She's the wonderful mm-hmm. work with gorillas, Natural Geographic. But this kind of speaks to the children, the passion I have for them. Each of us must do our part. No matter where we live, in city or countryside, children are quick to see the value in individual action. All around the world, when I talk to them, I find them aware and convinced they can make a difference Mm. and eager to help. Therein lies our hope. More and more people are opening their hearts to the desperation they see around them and springing into action for this is how we can attain our human potential for compassion and for love. Jane Goodall, there's a lot in here, but in in brief, 
Children want to make a difference. That's part of what I wrote the book is give them a voice. A lot of times you say, sit down, be quiet. That's an old paradigm. Yeah. An eighth grader came up to me recently and said, Mr. Goldman, you're a real person. What he was saying is, Mr. Goldman, you're listening to me. You're treating me with respect. You're not just talking to me, sit down, be quiet, like I'm not invisible. Kids are not invisible. We have to stop that behavior. We need to treat them as human beings with a spirit that's, that is magnificent. The word education comes from the word educarte, which means to draw out from within, not to keep giving them information, sit down, memorize. We need to draw out their innate knowledge, like Greg was saying. So all beings, all young people, including adults, have an innate knowing. If they listen to that still small voice, they have an innate knowing. And if we draw it out from them, that's education. Yeah, no, that's powerful, Gary. I, I really relate to that. And that is so true. It, it's again, they feel heard. They feel related to and understood. It's inspiring them to, to you know, to be, to, to, it's okay to make mistakes and to grow and to, and to be creative and innovative. Uh, Greg, if you could expand, because you talked, you alluded to that, that there's not a lot. I mean, we need more creativity and innovation. And, and this starts at a young age. And for some reason, it kind of it kind of just dwindles out, so to speak, because it, just to Gary's point, it's kind of like, you know, hey, wh- wh- why do you think in that way? You shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this type of thing. You know, it's whether in the home, whether it's in school, whether it's in you know society. Talk a little bit about that. Like, what, what, what are some of the shifts to Gary's points that we could see that we could start to bring back that more of that creativity and innovation and create, you know, that, that we can we could do more in this world? Yeah, I think, you know, as parents, we see um, we see our children clearly in terms of their 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 personality shaping, right, and how they're how they're emerging. And sometimes it, we're a little surprised at the at the diversity of our own children out of out of even just two parents, right? Uh, forget about blended families and 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 uh, you know all of that. So you know all of that, all of those elements come into play. So again, I think that as we see the strengths of a child, we need to help them. Uh, express those things. Um, I, I was the, the, the youngest of five children in my, in my family, my, my family. My parents were involved in foster care, so we had lots of other kids, but <laughs> I, I was the youngest of five. Um, my, my oldest sibling is musical beyond imagination. My next brother is mechanical unbelievable. My sister uh, can play the radio, uh, but she's fantastic with people. My next brother is brilliant in in electronics and engineering. Um, I have none of the electronic mechanical skills. I can turn a screwdriver and I sometimes, if it's a Phillips, and (laughs) and I can paint walls. But beyond that, I am timid about it. I know the technology of it, but I'm not great at it. And so when I was growing up, my mother would give me other tasks because she knew it wasn't within me. So chores for, for in our family growing up were not a punishment. They weren't part of a, a bad thing. 
they were part of shaping us and helping us find our strengths and where we were really good at. And so, um, you know, I got artistic uh, responsibilities for Greg, render me a new uh, uh, addition. What would our house look like if I needed to add a new this or that to it? Greg, redraw the, the backyard and do the landscape. Um, Greg, you know, and so there were different tasks for me. Uh, join me in a, in a public speaking event. And so I did a lot of public speaking as a, as a young kid through my growing up years. They're just different. My children, radically different. One is exacting, uh, a strong, dominant personality, good at taking leadership and, and the blows across the head in rough situations. The next one is a soft, creative soul, great at interacting with people. The next one is much more creative out of the box. Uh, and, and so leadership, but on the visionary edge. And so with that, we need to um, help draw the children out and give them opportunities to grow, just like, it, like Gary was saying, education. And that's the basis of it. And then do the same thing with our employees and such. Well, you, you, I mean, there you go. I mean, we, we this whole thing, I, I'm a big advocate, as you know, we guys, we talked what little almost now a year ago when we were talking about this offline and, and, you know, about, you know, interdependency is so key. And, and Greg, to your point, leveraging strengths, because we're always caught up in, in trying to enhance and improve our weaknesses. And yes, can we make improvements? Sure. Are we always going to be great? at It's just like what you said, like, Hey, I'm never going to be mechanically inclined. Like my, my second brother, my, you know, my second oldest brother, but these are the things that I know that I'm good at. And these are the things that and not. And the fact that your mother and your family kn- knows this, that they were able to position you with opportunities or situations that would play to those strengths. Think about what that does to really enhance your level of confidence and self-esteem, which in today's world, we have a lack of it, right? Would that be safe to say? We only have about a minute, but I want to expand on this. But Greg, close us out here for this, this break on that. And I want to come back with Gary and you and, and continue on confidence from there on. But if you want to just kind of wet people's whistles, so to speak, with, with this area. Good. Yeah. Confidence is exactly what it comes down to. And that confidence of knowing your strength and your identity prepares you to face the weather, the storm ahead of you. Absolutely. As Gary was saying, your success and your is not about what's out there. It's what's inside you and where your identity is based. Now, coming from a Christian's perspective, I have a, a very strong opinion around that, yeah. but it's, it's not just external of God. It is also who I am, his creation. Yeah. Together, we're working again. I love it. I want it. Let's expand upon that when we come back from break. Everyone, again, we're going to go to break, but we got to, we're coming right back. We got some great insights here and some great dialogue around true success. What this means to you, again, you know, coming from your heart, uh, we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. 
Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back, everyone. If you're uh, just joining us again, you can listen to this show in its entirety. We're talking about true success. Does this path have heart? And we're touching upon a lot of key areas when it comes to whether if it's children, whether if it's adults, communities, families, businesses, how it's so important to really tap into the heart around success. Again, when we're discussing things around interdependency, uh, as a, a strong foundation to facilitate that. Today's show, again, is being brought to you by Alumni Direct. Alumni Direct is a social media community platform dedicated to bringing together people from uh, their not only their universities and schools, but also from fraternities, sororities, businesses now that are no longer in business, but an opportunity to re-engage, meet new people, explore new opportunities, perhaps find your next job. So again, check them out at alumni direct or myalumnidirect.com. Again, this is a noise-free social media platform uh, that you won't find on the other platforms where you can have meaningful conversations. And again, if you are someone that is not on social media as much, this could be the place for you. Check them out again at myalumnidirect.com. So Greg and Gary, we were finishing up about you know, the, the topic that we're talking about, and we talked about how confidence is a byproduct of, again, the environment that we create for our children. That could be in, in our homes, communities, schools, and so on. And, and again, leveraging those strengths, because we tend to not really do enough of that. And again, it's not intentional, but just the reality of what's happening. Can we expand a little bit with some, maybe some examples? I know, Gary, you have one, and I'd like to hear from Greg, too, uh, as to confidence, because this could be such a difference maker in our world when we can trust that process of controlling what we can, doing our part, and allowing our faith, whatever that means to you, to do its part. You can, Gary, share an example? Sure, sure, Greg. I mean, sure, Chris. As you know, one of my passions, and Greg knows this working with me too, is is young people. So uh, in my book, Empowering Students to Transform Schools, I have a lot of stories, but there's one short piece that I thought is relevant to what we're talking about in terms of success, confidence, interdependence. I was asked to work, I do a lot of work in the inner city of Chicago, uh, and it's one of my ministries, so to speak. 
I was asked to work with 50 African-American students in a basically African-American school. I work with all schools, but this was African-American. They, they picked out 50 of the at-risk students that were considered at-risk. Well, we're all at-risk in many times. But, and then there was one student who was sitting in the back who wouldn't participate. The purpose was to create a vision for the school. So 49 students were working with this. They created one, but he wouldn't, he wouldn't do it. So I, instead of throwing him out, which he wanted me to do, I walked every now and then. I touched him on the shoulder and keep walking. And I kept thinking, he's thinking to me, he's thinking, who is this white dude? Who's, who, who is this guy? He's not throwing me out. You can read minds, you know. So finally, at the end of this session with a 49 student created a nice vision, he submitted a vision to me that I want to read part of it that could have been written by Abraham Lincoln. It's called the Declaration of Independence. It's the same name, right? So remember, this yes. is the problem with the problem students. When in the high school, when in the course of high school events, lots of changes go forth in our lives. We must follow our dreams, look for the unique goals in our lives to explore the souls of our students and give them a bright future. We must want a peace of mind, a type of immunity in our family. We must learn to have better communication among each other. We're, we're talking about that right now, right? Let success be our number one priority. There you go. Let's education take us further in life. Try to be all we can be and find happiness in all that we might do. Let us have a form of dependability. Work together and find motivation to push forward. Give each other mutual respect, which, which will give us faith and self-esteem in one another. And finally, learn to understand one another our achievements, our knowledge, our spirit. Let us all make a sacrifice and hope that we can trust and believe in one another. Each and every person is likable and unique throughout our lives. We've had joyous times of times of pain. Let knowledge be power. And let the students of Paul Robeson High School say, quote, a powerful source of leadership will rise among us, unquote, and the spirit of our school will never vanish from our lives, but will grow for years to come. Keith Jones, problem student. Wow. What's the problem, guys? The problem is we're not untapping the unlimited possibilities in all students. The ones that we considered at risk, they're problems. They're not problems. We're using the wrong key to the door. There you go. It's like somebody who has a disability or uh, that we, oh, they have a disability. No, like it's somebody you know, is in a wheelchair or somebody, whatever, has autism, you know, it, it, they're automatically, there's something wrong. Labeled. Labeled. So in, in essence, in conclusion of this piece, and then we're ready for Greg, is there's a heart of all our kids, a magnificence. I work from preschool, kindergarten, middle school, high school, doesn't matter. And Greg was very good at helping create my website with this, is they all speak with a wisdom of the ages, if you trust and listen to them, people go, I've never, I never saw, I never heard them talk like this because you never listened. You never, you never challenged them in a respectful way. So we need to draw out from our kids, our future to help us transform our world right now. Wow. That's powerful. That was a great share, Gary, from your student. And that's definitely priceless in my book. Greg, how about yourself? Like when, you know, confidence, if you want to share, you know, either an experience or an example that, that kind of elaborates to what Gary's well, point to really drive this home. We've, um, 
spoken uh, as Gary, you know, really is the master related to students. And I've spent a good amount of time with students, but, but going into the workplace, the same approach is happens in the workplace where we create routines for people instead of opening up doors that are creative and expansive for our business, whether it's about, let's call it problem solving, right? Or, you know, issues or opportunities. And so this same kind of educational unlocking, to go back to Gary's uh, word for that, is, is here in the workplace. And it's what thwarts a lot of workplaces is because we, we, too many times leaders hold, hold the power and, and constrain the vision themselves instead of allowing the voices of all the people to gather, to hear the wisdom out of the group, to be able to move forward. And that I've seen that happen in businesses. I've seen it happen in nonprofits, in schools, in families. The, respecting the individual is going to help as we listen to that, as we understand their their um, aspirations, I think is the right word mm. for that. As we understand their aspirations of what could be, then we can start to say, okay, how can we get this? Um, I used to always, in, in, in one of the churches that I worked in, I said, we, we aim to get to yes. The question is how? So, bring me something and we're going to aim to try to get to yes. There's a used constellation. And in this context of the church, I said, nothing is sacred, but the gospel. So in other words, we can change anything about our routines of how we do things, right? We can change our processes, our governance, all kinds of things can be changed. There's a how question. And there is a question of should it be, but it can be changed. Mm -hmm. And now when we understand your aspiration, now we can decide, should it be? Because the other side of business, whether again be a business or a nonprofit, a church, doesn't matter, is, is it right for me to be that or us to be that? Or is that the role of another entity? Right? We don't have to be all things. We don't have to be the multi-million dollar company or billion dollar company. Sometimes the right company is the one that's right local, your local farmer who's right there, and that's it, not an international business. Mm -hmm. So there's a right size for everybody. No size is wrong, but it's understanding what's at your core, at your passion, where you want to have the, what is your, your influence, your circle of influence passion, your aspiration, how far is that? And Chris, you're a prime example of this. You could just be doing this right in your neighborhood, but you're out here day after day doing this kind of interview, connecting the world to have a global reach because you have a global mindset. Yeah. I love what you just said. You know, it's it, nothing is too small. It, it, every, every, every business, every, every community, school, Per, you know, family, person, whatever the case may be, we all have value. And it doesn't mean we have to be everything for everyone, but we'll always be something for someone. And, right. and, and, and I love that point, what you just said. You know, it's not, again, about, you know, the, you know, the size of something. It's the quality, right? It's, it's not, uh, the quantity. It's the quality of, 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 of that, you know, what, what that is at, at, at that time. So, uh, right. so Gary, Gary's coming right back in here. 
So, Gary, I know you just dropped there, but um, we got about three minutes till the end of the show. And I really want to spend, I want to let people know a little bit about each one of you. If you could share a little bit of insight other than the bio that I talked about earlier to introduce you. Greg, why don't you go ahead and just share with yourself just a little bit about, again, where people can find you and anything that you would like to share with the audience uh, and those that will be listening later. Well, for some years, I've been working with um, a number of friends related to uh, a project called Harmony Bible. And Harmony Bible is uh, harmony.bible. It's not harmonybible.com. But oh, it, it is harmony.bible. Got it. Harmony.bible. Yeah, it's a... Yeah. Uh, the, the, the dot Bible domain was created by the American Bible Society, and we were one of their pilot projects. Oh, uh, nice. Launched that domain, and it was just a, a great opportunity uh, to work with them and some others. Uh, it's fun. It comes out of a, um, back when I was involved in a, a, a church that grew tremendously, um, and over the years of ministry, I you know, it really, for me, it comes back to Jesus, a gospel-centered study where you can then look historically back in perspective as well as forward. Then, so from a biblical standpoint, we can look back to the Old Testament and we can look forward into the New Testament. But that look backward and forward for us gives us an understanding as we look at our lives, our own history, as much as our future ahead of us. And the context text is what makes the difference so largely harmony bible is is just that and it's all free it's just out there and it's harmony.bible okay great harmony.bible please everybody check that out those that are listening check it out gary i want to make sure we have enough time for you as well i want to make sure people get to know you and where they can find you we have about uh just about a minute left and if you could share yeah, I got cut off for a minute. I'm back. Uh, you can find me at a few places. Uh, my website for kids is Kids America, K I D Z like zebra, kidsamerica.net. Has video on there, my book, et cetera. My email, in case people want to email me, is Gar Goldman, gargoldman at AOL.com. And uh, basically, I'm about uh, with working with Greg. We're working to help create a new paradigm with other people in terms of. Uh, Shifting the paradigm from fear to love, from from to success, the path of the heart, and that's what what we've been doing all our lives. And I want to thank you, Chris, for having this opportunity to share the the, the heart of who we are. All of us, we're all connected. We're all one family. We're here to help make a better world. And one person can make a difference, and it begins to multiply into critical mass, like you're helping do us today. Thank you so much. Well, I want to thank both of you, really. I mean, I mean, there was just so much wisdom dropped here today, and I'm looking forward to the hearing the show later today once it's on demand here. We'll make sure that both of you get a copy of that later today so you, you can hear the edited version. Again, I want to thank you from the, on the behalf of Sustainable Success and Voice American Influencers for being guests here on the show and sharing your insights and guests, we want to thank you coming back each and every week. Again, we hope you received tremendous value here. We encourage you to check out this show again, listen to its entirety. Check out, again, Harmony.Bible. Check out you know, Gary's information. Get in touch with both Greg and Gary. Uh, they, you know, they have, offer so much value. And again, they could probably shed some great insight in, in your situation. 
Again, until uh, till we see you next week, we want to wish everyone a happy holiday weekend. Again, be safe. The Sustainable Success Way will see you, you here next Thursday here at 12 noon East Coast time. Have a great day, everyone. Talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.